What's up, guys? This is Rich Tabishan, host of The Rich Life, the key to living your best life. What's up, guys? Today, I want to talk about fear. What I know is that fear cripples so many people in their lives, whether it's fear around your health, fear around your finances, your money, fear around building your social network, building relationships, talking to that person that you wanted to talk to, but you never took the opportunity to push yourself to do it. Could have been a good business connection, could have been a good relationship, could have been a good marriage, right? Or even the fear of maybe giving back to your community or volunteering or just overanalyzing and overthinking everything. I'm a big overanalyzer. My job is literally to overanalyze everything, okay? For the past 10 years in my career, I have been literally an analyst. Like, that is my job. And my job is to think of all the different alternatives of how things can really go wrong and then come up with solutions around that. So, based on that, it's easy to let fear take you over. It's easy to let fear control you. But fear is just, right? So I've heard this many different areas that fear is just an acronym for false evidence appearing real. But honestly, just having that spelled out for me wasn't enough for me to push through my fears. Let's go back to a time when I was in, I actually went to, um, right out of high school, I, I started in community college. Went to community college for two years, transferred over to a four-year school, finished my degree there. While I was in community college, I was pretty timid. I was pretty shy. I was pretty introverted. Uh, I was pretty like, um, you know, not very outgoing. Just kind of kept to myself for the most part and really just uh, talked with my friends. And there, it was up until this moment when I started taking business, I started uh, minoring in business classes and there was an opportunity to take a class on public speaking. Now, if you look at the statistics, public speaking is one of the most, the number one fear by most people in this, in this world. And it's actually higher than things like death. (laughs) It's like crazy, right? Like imagine you're scared of something uh, more than dying. (laughs) Okay. That's, uh, it's really an unfortunate thing. Now, uh, further on into my career, and I'll, I'll go back to my college story in a second here, but further into my career, I learned that the more you practice public speaking, just like anything else, the more you practice something, the better off you'll be at it. And that fear factor, so to speak, reduces and significantly reduces. It never goes away, okay? Fear never goes away. So when you're going to cold call a client or whether you're going to follow up with a a friend or a customer or somebody, right? Or if you're going to approach a uh, significant other in a bar or if you're going to, you know, try to meet some, you see somebody you, you like and you go to try to meet them. Those are the things that many people fear. And it's, it's really unfortunate because 
what you have to do is you have to kind of control that fear. But like I said, the fear doesn't go away. It's just about how you manage that fear is what really pushes people to success and pushes people to achieve what they want to achieve. So here's what I know and here's what I've found out. The longer I live, the more the fear becomes, okay? So I I remember um, when I was, I don't know, when I was a kid, you know, when I was a child, you know, when you're a kid, basically you have no fear, right? The older you get, the more fear you have because the more you learn about the negative consequences of what things can happen to you, right? So when I was a, when I was a kid, I was a really big skateboarder and I loved, I absolutely loved skateboarding. Like I, I pretty much would wake up, think about skateboarding during the day at school, thinking about skateboarding. And when I left school, I was skateboarding. So that was my thing, right? I enjoyed doing that. But what I, what I think back of the things and the, um, the jumps that I attempted and the rides that I went on and, you know, the little, the skate parks that I was at, at that age, when I was a teenager, I didn't have as much fear as I did now. Now, if I get on a skateboard now and try to do the same tricks in the back of my mind, all I can think about is like, holy crap, I might sprain my ankle or I might break a leg or I might fall on my arm and hurt myself. And the, the sad part is that that subconscious, those subconscious thoughts can come true if you don't control the fear. And that's all that is, is just fear, right? So learn how to manage that over time as you get older, because it's going to amplify the more that you learn about what could happen, right, to you based on other people's uh, events and things. Because you learn over time about like, oh, this person hurt themselves this way, or there's a, an, you know, there, this person got killed this way, or this person got injured this way, or, you know, there was an accident here and this is what happened. So the, <laughs> that's just, you know, it's kind of, kind of crazy to think about it, but that's what I've learned. And so going back to my college story, so when I, when I was in community college, that one fear, I had a big fear of just socializing in general, let alone try to uh, public speak in a class. So here's what I, here's what I found out. Imagine it's the day of my presentation and I'm ready I'm ready to present my topic. So I decided to choose a topic that I really enjoyed and that I that I knew somewhat a lot about. Um, at the time, I was I had a uh, eBay store where I would, you know where I would sell products online, um, and I had I've had that store for quite a while, and uh, probably since I was like I don't know 13 or 14, I was always fascinated by commerce in general, um, and eBay was a pretty big popular marketplace back then so I was always buying things on there and selling things that I found um, at like garage sales and stuff and anyway so I would um, I figured I would choose eBay as my topic to present okay so I spent like weeks writing down you know like what my talking points are and you know in the class they teach you how to prepare for these things so my job was to talk about eBay for 15 minutes and it had to be, you know, it had to have an outline. It had to have a structure. It had to have kind of an introduction, some visuals like visual aids. Um, at the time there wasn't, (laughs) and I'm dating myself here, but at the time there really wasn't like a PowerPoint or anything like that. So what I would do is, um, you know, we'd have to bring in visual aids without a computer. So I couldn't do like a slideshow or anything or Google, Google presentation or Google slides. But anyway, so um, I decided to just 
create a little visual with like a big, um, I guess it was like a sheet of, I don't know what you would call it, like a canvas, I guess. And I drew on it. I printed out the logo for eBay um, and I, you know, kind of drew on it. I, on one side I drew buyers and then the other side I drew sellers. And that's like the, the basic concept of the, you know, the eBay as a marketplace. So that's what I talked about. I talked about here's how you become an eBay seller and here's how you um, can, you know, buy things on eBay. Because most people are consumers, so they're buying things. But most, you know, many people don't know how to set set up like shops. Like now there's Amazon, now there's Shopify, now there's all these different e-commerce ways to, or channels and marketplaces to be able to build your own brand and sell your own products. But back then, eBay was really the, the biggest thing. I don't even think Amazon was... Maybe they were selling books at that time. I don't know. But they weren't really popular back then. So anyway, the, uh, the point of the story, guys, is I'm, on, I'm like on my way to do my presentation. I'm like sweating. I'm dying. I'm like so, ex- like, so like all this effort that I had put into pre- uh, preparation. And here's the thing. I lost all my index cards and my notes on that day. So I had to wing it. I literally just had to wing it because I, I went up to my teacher and I said, I'm so sorry, I forgot my, um, my index cards. I, I must have left them in my house. And you know, my, my community college was like a 45 to an hour minute, you know, an hour drive. So I, w- I wasn't able to drive back you know, to, try to, um, to try to get my notes. So my, my professor says, well, guess you just have to do your presentation. And I looked at my professor and I, and I almost like my jaw dropped and I was like, oh no, what am I going to do? So luckily I had my visual aid and I had not memorized, but I had in my mind kind of a structure of what I was going to say. And I realized that all you can do all the preparation in the world, but if you, if you, um, as soon as, as soon as you do it, like as soon as you, like that was my first time doing any public speaking, right? So I, um, I didn't need all that preparation. I kind of overprepared unnecessarily for that presentation. And I realized that as soon as I stood up at that podium, I was fine. I was absolutely fine. And I just kind of went with the flow. I engaged some of the audience a little bit. Now, this might sound like I'm a quote unquote natural and I wasn't then, right? I wasn't a natural when I was doing these presentation when I was doing this presentation, but I just realized that I did a, in just enough preparation for me to, to be ready, and I, I had some of the topics in my mind still, and um, I was able to just
as soon as we do the courage, as soon as we take the action and do the right thing to push through that fear, that fear minimizes. Okay? Now, there is also an... um, There's also, if you want another really good example, guys, about fear and breaking through it, if you Google uh, or go on YouTube and type in Will Smith skydiving, he does such an amazing job of kind of explaining how, similar similar to what I experienced with my my, uh, presentation and and all that, but at a different level because he went skydiving and how he was talking about, he spent, you know, like he couldn't sleep the night before skydiving and he just kind of like in his mind had this fear all the way going up to the all the way going up to the um, the flight, and in the airplane, as soon as he jumped off, that fear just diminished. So it's the same thing, guys. Is if, if you don't take that action, and you do the and you don't do the right thing, you won't be able to push through the fear. And fear is what lead, fear is what keeps us from succeeding at the things we do best and the things that we want to do to help us succeed. So like if you're like again, if you're trying to lose weight or if you're trying to build your business or you're trying to um, help your community or you know do some charitable uh, volunteer work or trying to meet that girl that you want to meet and talk to or whatever it is you need to push through that fear because if you don't then you're just going to stay where you are and that you know by staying where you are you just become stagnant and nothing changes you need to change those habits um, of feeling too comfortable and complacent by taking that action and then that fear will go away take care Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Rich Life. Please remember to subscribe, share with a friend, leave a review, and reach out to me on Instagram at Yo Richie Rich or at Rich Sells CHS.